What is up, everybody? It is your boy Michael Harris joined as always with Lincoln Cook coming at you with a bonus episode for the week? Uh, we are going to be bringing you some recap news action from our trip to Michigan for the U.S. Amateur Disc Golf Championship. Is that the right title of the tournament? That is correct. Cool. Okay. I didn't fumble it already. Um, so yeah, we yeah. got the, you got the amazing opportunity to compete in the U.S. Amateur Championship at the Toboggan Course in Michigan, um, and you were kind enough to offer and invite myself and your buddy, our buddy now, uh, Connor, to join you in on the journey to be a cameraman and caddy for the trip so which which i will say i brought it up as a hey i might go to this and you're like well can i come and i'm like <laughs> i was i was going to ask you but i didn't want to like pressure you into coming so yeah no I, I, it's weird because when you get into disc golf and like that at the time that i got into disc golf you scour the youtube and one of the first videos you ever run on first. is Paul McBeth's 18 Paul down McBeth. at the toboggan. So yep. I never thought it was one of my top destination places to go play disc golf. But after being there, after watching more footage of it, it was definitely one of my top three to five like courses that I want to go play just because of the historical like shots that went down on that course pretty much yeah for sure so yeah and i will say like ranking it i think because we ranked it earlier in the season in terms of like our favorite courses that was one of our dealers choices yeah and it kind of fell in the middle of the pack for both of us like maybe upper middle of the pack mm-hmm. but the i can confidently say that even though i didn't do very well the course was fun to play yeah like even though it was a hike i felt like it was like you were throwing fun shots you know yeah it was fun shots it was different shots you had elevation you had gettable holes you had super hard shots that were way out of our skill range um not for everyone that was playing there that week but for us currently (laughs) it was uh out of our range yeah it it was a super fun course a great trip uh, in all so we're just gonna kind of give you guys a little backstory rundown on on how it went out there yeah so we'll we'll go through all three rounds i'll kind of talk through my rounds you'll interject with commentary either your thoughts as a caddy or your thoughts on you know a shot or a hole or something like that um and i'll preface my discussion of the round in that there was a significant learning curve with a major aspect of my game going to low elevation. And that was my power forehand. Yeah. Because dad gummit, I didn't know how to throw a forehand there. It was not your strongest you suit. Yeah. It was not your strongest suit. Um, like it was in Colorado. And it was very evident. The, two or three times first times you threw that rask and how you're used to throwing it in Colorado it 
turned into a thrower on one of the holes that ended up being L six or something. That ended up being your best throw all weekend on that hole. <laughs> but, on that hole, yeah. But um, <laughs> not on purpose. It did not fly. Yeah. So discs flew differently. Um, they reacted different. They, I, yeah. My cloud breakers weren't as overstable. The rask was like a big turnover forehand disc for me, even if I threw it flat. Yeah. So we had to make some adjustments on the fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say throwing backhand way more fun at lower elevation. Yeah. Getting a disc to flip up and turn. That's sweet. <laughs> like it yeah. was just, it was fun. Uh, just being Colorado things more overstable. And so my distance driver shots here, if I throw them flat, that's how I'm going to be able to get my, you know, big distance or whatever. Yeah. But you in Michigan, I was throwing disc. hyzer lines to, I was throwing hyzer lines to flip them up and getting them to turn on their own. Yeah. Um, which was, I felt like I, I started to throw better backhand shots or better distance backhand shots as the weekend got on. Granted, yeah. that didn't help me score, but <laughs> yeah, no, you, you definitely, I mean, we played a lot of disc golf in a short period of time. Um, and you figured it out towards the end for sure. And I think you got, it's weird because your throwing got better every day, but and my like, scoring got the, worse. the scoring did not follow or match, but that's, yeah. that's disc golf, you know, that it's the hardest part of the game. That's why people, spend a lot of time practice putting that's why the best of the best are ranked that way because they're consistently scoring and putting the disc in the basket from anywhere right so it definitely was a humbling experience and even though i didn't play that well would wouldn't have changed a thing on the i mean other than playing better just yeah. the experience itself like i don't look at it like oh dang it i should i should have played better it was like that was a super cool experience yeah i don't know if i'll get to do that again you know like that is potentially a one once in a disc golf lifetime kind of thing for sure yeah and it was it was sweet to have you caddying for me and having connor there filming and pseudo caddying which they said you could only have one caddy with you or whatever i know we we might have broken some rules but we kept it very professional i felt like um, we had our our matching trash and, painter shirts, so we looked the part. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, it was did. it was very it was a well run tournament, and I'm glad that we were able to be there to take the weight off your shoulders, <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah, uh, Connor wasn't really caddying much, but kind of just like chatting, you know. Yeah, he kept it light. It, it, like occasionally, occasionally. Yeah, that was helpful too to have, yeah. have that, you know, light presence and Kelly did give some caddying advice, but it was more of just like adding into what we were discussing. So yeah. I didn't feel like we really broke the rule per se. No. No, it it was fine. It was it was good vibes on all the cards every single day. Yeah. Um so it was it was a joy and a blast for sure. Okay, well, before we get into round one, we did play a doubles match on Thursday. 
Yeah. Which was your only your I'm only practice the, round. The zone yeah. OSs that we got. And I'll just <laughs> yeah, practice. my only practice round. This, this is the only practice round we had on the entire course. First time playing it. It was a four and a half plus hour round. Um but we got to a see longer for sure. To see Brody Smith throw. We got to see Ben Askren and Bob Julio do their little two V one doubles match. Um yeah. It took a while. We were with we were paired with four hours and forty minutes. Yeah. With Ben and Bobby out of Michigan. Yeah. Who were like awesome homies and kind of helped us figure out the lines slightly, but so yeah, Bobby they, was they played there before, so they had yeah. insight. Yeah. Bobby was competing. He did he he did really well. Um Ben was his caddy. So yeah, it was it was a fun experience to do that that doubles battle. Yeah, so we got the Dark Horse Doubles Zone OS, the Brody Smith Jawbreaker edition. Zone OS. Is it Jawbreaker, right? Jawbreaker, Jawbreaker Swirl Zone OS, yeah. Yeah. So these things are nasty looking. And uh, once I started throwing this disc more during the actual <laughs> tournament, the better I did with it. Yeah. Because there was times where I was throwing my Jawbreaker Zone and didn't do well. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, well let's let's jump in the whole one. We good? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let's let's get into this thing. Okay. Uh, so round one, my tea time was eleven or so, a little after eleven, I think. I thought it was so later. Kind of, I thought I thought it was kind twelve. Of good time. I thought you went twelve, eleven, ten. No. I think is it eleven o'clock um, your time in Colorado? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so one o'clock. Yeah. Uh on my card. There we go. Yeah. Adjustment. Okay. Thank you. Uh Eastern time zone. So it was one o'clock, so windier portion of the day. Yeah. But really nice out, good weather. Uh see seventy two degrees. It's pretty chill. And was, quick uh, pause. Was that the day that we did the practice round at the church before or no? Yes. Do you want to mention what went down there or no? <laughs> you can. Yeah. Why don't you go for it? Okay. So we, um, his tea time was not till one o'clock. Um, Connor just got in the night before and we were, we got up and Connor and I wanted to go play. Lincoln did too, but like we were there for him. And so he was like, yeah, I can do a, practice round as my kind of warm-up for the day and we went to do you know the name of the course or no northridge church we went to northridge in in plymouth in plymouth michigan and hole i believe it was 16 or 17 16 hole 16 16, a blind shot 160 170 feet downhill uh, fading to the 224. left. Oh, okay, two twenty four. So nice, a nice shorty, but not like a jump putt range. Uh, blind shot. Yeah. Lincoln throws his brand new Zone OS on the forehand, and we throw it. We're like, oh, that looks good. Listening, listening. Bam! Crash of chains, and he runs down there, and it stuck <laughs> in the bottom of the basket. <laughs> 
we had the picture so it was, so it was, sick. It was super cool like my, it's funny my, I, I count that as my first career ace that's valid like i i had a throwing on a short course or it was you know first throw thrown on a short course i've had a couple of second throw aces but yeah i don't count those as as a real ace because i didn't do it on my first throw when it mattered right Mm-hmm. and so this was sick and it was it was just fun too connor was like connor was like oh that's gonna go in and was it connor that said listen for it it was you that said listen for it or did i say it yeah you said yeah it. i was like listen for it and then all of a sudden we hear it actually smash the chains smash like, oh, chains. no way like <laughs> straight smash straight smash chains it was so cool and it was it's a very overstable disc so i just threw it hard and straight and it just followed the fairway perfectly and yeah. crashed right at the basket. Yeah. So yeah. that was a dope. So that, that, yeah, that was, that was a sick way to start the day. A highlight of the day, unfortunately, just on the first like the course that you weren't even competing on, but still, still fun yeah. to get the juices flowing. Yep. Very fun. Okay. Back to the course. Now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So jumping to the toboggan, uh, hole one, super downhill. 516 feet par three go moves left to right. So you have to get your disc down the steep slope downhill, but also moving far to the right. So it sets up great for a lefty backhand. The issue is there is always a headwind yeah. on that hole. Yeah. So you have to throw something like you could throw a putter if, if the weather was, or the wind was down, but with the wind up, you had to throw a faster driver to fight it. You had to throw yeah. it with Heiser and you had to have it not flip up and turn over. Yeah. So unfortunately that's what my disc did. I I threw a good shot. It just flipped up and turned a little bit and then just rode straight. Didn't really fade out much. So yeah. And that shot didn't not, bring not in, my best. Yeah. But it also like avoided all trouble. There's no out of bounds. Correct. If you if you saw it off and you're short right. Um, there's very deep, thick rough, which is prevalent on this entire course. But on the first hole, you have those jitters. It is better to just get out in the open and start, like, get your first, your tee legs under you. Yeah. And I, I hit the line I wanted. Just it flipped later than I expected it to. So then yeah. we knew the next couple of days to disc up in stability a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I, I left myself like what 120 feet for an upshot, yeah, yeah, about yeah, some, there. something around there. So through that, and uh, left myself like 18 feet for my putt, yeah, not as much as you barely want on first, yeah, yeah, barely squeaked it in, and it was like, Oof, all right, well, glad I got that out of my system, yeah, it, <laughs> it, was, it was, it was a good first hole putt to get those jitters going um like obviously you yeah. want you want tap-ins but when you can recreate a full kind of putt motion and still make it like it settles the nerves a lot more for sure yeah for sure so part of that uh hole two super uphill yep. par four 680 feet but it plays like 900 yeah it it is three shots to the top of the hill for us and for mortals. Our yeah, distance that we throw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
And unfortunately, this hole was not my friend. And all three rounds, I threw good drives. You threw very good drives every round. Yeah. Yeah. Threw good high speed drivers, hyzer flip or flat to, you know, little turn and finishing either in the center of the fairway or the left side of the fairway, which is what our plan was. Yeah. And then uh, this round specifically, I turned over a forehand, standstill forehand with my FD3. So put myself in a bad position. Then I threw, I think it was my bluey zone. I think so. I'm I'm not not fully remembering. But I I just know through my bluey that, zone. Yeah. That that second shot or the, the third shot to get up to the basket is always difficult because you can't see it. You can't see the basket. Correct. You only have two or three trees to be your landmark. So the more you play it and practice, like the more you can set your targets. But it was a very difficult one when you haven't played it consistently to know what distance you need to get to get yourself close. Um, I think you did throw the blue right. zone and you sawed it, sawed it off early, right? Yeah, just just a little bit. I, I actually felt like I threw a good shot, just sawed it off a little bit early and it kind of skipped a little bit more left. Yeah. And I think I left myself like 40 feet. Yeah, it was, it was, was it the closer circle. than that. It was a little closer, but yeah. Yeah, yeah like maybe in 35. Between, yeah, in between the circle. Yeah. And had a great putt but it was left side chains and high yeah. and it yeah. bounced off. Yeah. So took a, took a bogey on, on hole two, which mm-hmm. that's one of the harder holes on the course. I think at least harder for me. So yeah. bogey is like understandable for me on that. hole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next we had hole three downhill par four, 915 feet probably plays like, 700 800 yeah i this was maybe seven, like 750 very me, steep down to me this was like the hardest hole ever for me personally i like i still don't oh. know what i would throw off the tee i don't know how i would throw it like just to get a disc to fly straight and stay straight and not fade to the right at the end of it it's just like it doesn't do that after 500 feet flying through the air. So this was a hard one for me to get um, in all the times that I played it. So you did a good job. Yeah. Not, for sure. it, it is a, it's a hole where if your drive isn't in a good position, bogey is like a good hole. Like yes. to not put yourself in a worse position to have to just pitch out and, you know, get your bogey, which is like a par. Yeah. Uh, very easy to be kind of hosed. I think this round I was just on the edge of the right side. Yes. I think I was just like barely in the stuff. Yeah. I had a reach out forehand. With the rasp, right? right? Yeah. So I had a standstill. So therefore I couldn't get as much into it. So yeah. maybe I should have just thrown standstill forehands all day because I threw that thing 350 feet and you I did it great. Yeah. A, that was that was one of my better forehands on the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put put myself to like hundred or two hundred feet or something. I think so. You made it to the in top that, in that like two. Yeah. 
yeah, almost to the top. It was like in that 200 to 150 range or so. Yeah. I pitched up, left myself. I threw my jawbreaker zone and it went straight and kind of turned. So it didn't fade out like I expected and left myself like 27 feet or so. Yeah. So a nervy putt, but I made it. So that was nice. It was a good make. Yeah. Especially after missing the putt on hole two to come back and make it on hole three. Yeah. Good hole. Yeah. Knock those nerves off. Cool. Uh, hole, hole four is a kind of very guarded green to try to get past like this row of trees. It's, it's a par four, 580 feet. So not yeah. too long, but it's all about placement on your first shot. And if you can get through the trees and stuff on your second shot. Yeah. It's kind of it's not threw- fully luck off the tee. But you can get luckier or more unlucky with where your disc lands based on the tree line and the sight that you'll have into the green. So like if you're if you're at the base of the tree, you're probably not gonna have anything. But if you're luckily somehow right in between two of them and you have a clear view, it's not the hardest upshot. Um, but they are good fairway guardian trees. Yeah. And I can't remember, was I, uh, did I throw forehand this round? Yes. You went overstable and I think you, yes, you sawed it off and you're in the short rough. I was, yes, I was. And then you, and then you, yeah. I was left for sure. Um, and then you had that really good throw that hit a very tiny branch and just dropped you straight down. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going back, going back to, uh, Different if you haven't seen the video yet, it's already on our podcast or on our, on our YouTube, YouTube channel, yeah. not our podcast. Uh, so go ahead and watch that. Uh, it was round two that I threw that forehand standstill rask. I was in the, in the fairway on the right side and threw color glow DD three to a 250 foot upshot. Yeah. Then I threw my bluey zone, turned too much, but I made it a, the nice like twenty five footer. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was just going back because I couldn't remember. I'm trying to differentiate the uh, the rounds. Yeah, there's um, three of them, so, so it's hard. I think I, yeah, I think <laughs> I went like my purple cloud breaker on on hole five, and I was yeah. actually in the fairway. I wasn't in the junk. I was in the fairway, but I had a clean angle into the basket and I threw a, what felt like a really good shot with the uh, my C-line FD3 forehand and I just nicked a tiny branch yep. and instead of it fighting through, it just dropped dead straight just down. The strongest tree I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the strongest tiny branch. Yeah. Uh, so then I threw forehand uh, jawbreaker, jawbreaker zone. zone. Yep. And had to tap in for par. Yeah. That was a good recovery so, from an unfortunate, like, non-advancement shot. Yeah. Like, my tee shot wasn't amazing, but it put me in a good position. Yeah. Second shot, threw it really well, but just had a bad break, kind of. Yeah. But that leads us to hole five, which mm-hmm. this shot on hole five was potentially my best shot of the weekend. Yeah. Uh, it's a great. 
downhill. Let's see how far is it? Downhill, four hundred eighty feet. Yeah, it can't be four hundred eighty feet, is it? It's far, but it doesn't play far. Like you just have to throw a three hundred and forty foot dead straight shot that finishes to the left. Which for lefties, maybe even like three sixty, three eighty or so. Yeah, but it, it does play downhill, and it's it's the most it's a tight narrow uh, narrow tunnel of the the whole course. Yeah, uh, I threw my pink escape on a nice little hyzer angle. It flipped up and then turned late, which was just beautiful. Hit yeah. the far side of the tree, which helped kick it forward and left myself twenty seven feet for a birdie putt. Yep, which having a birdie putt on this course felt anybody like putt. Any birdie putt, yes, yes. So, this was one my only birdie of the round. Spoiler, and I cashed the putt, but I couldn't pick up my mini, and so I kind of stumbled over that. Yeah, that's funny in the videos. (laughs) It was. Uh, Next hole was a also tighter tunnel shot, only five hundred twenty feet forehand. Yeah, or sorry, par four. Um, but it's it's uphill, and your first shot is really kind of a stupid shot. It requires like it. it requires a very specific shot to a very specific landing zone. I don't mind it. I think par fours where it's just like a nine hundred foot par four, just that's wide open. It just favors someone that throws it far. Whereas this one, yeah, everyone has the strength an ability to get it if you can execute a very specific shot. So it's a skill. It's a mm-hmm. skill shot or in a skill hole, not just a who can throw it the farthest. Correct. I agree. I just don't like the first shot. Like it feels semi gimmicky. At least yeah. it did for me. The, yeah. the pros the pros make it look so easy, but yeah. They just do uh, backhand pigs off the tee or something. But yeah. So I threw my forehand rask trying to put it on this nice flex angle. Yeah. Granted, I hadn't thrown the rask yet this that weekend, I don't think. Not like this, right. at least. That's for sure. Yeah. I hadn't thrown it on, on a flex angle. So I was trying to just flex it up through the gap and have it fade out, kind of put myself in the center of the fairway. Ended up throwing a forehand roller. <laughs> and it was probably one of the best shots that hole has ever seen from. Yeah from the tee like so like this hole this hole goes up to a plateau and then there is a hundred foot wide valley to a mounded green on the other side where the basket is and it's it's a small green and And very steep steep slope off the back lincoln put it four steps away from the edge of that plateau leading into the valley like you could not have handpicked and placed a drive to land in any better spot on that top plateau than he finished up like i don't know how it went there because a roller should have gone <laughs> way farther but yeah it was it was absolutely yeah. perfect um it, it so. I, i'm looking back at it now it was a little bit further back than four paces but it's dead center of the fairway 
Yeah. So I have a clean look and it's just a backhand straight to fading shot. Yeah. So perfect zone shot for me. I threw a bluey and didn't give it enough power. Yeah. And again, that's one of the one of the holes and one of the shots where if I had played this course, you know, several times and I yeah, I had a better understanding of the course. I would understand a little bit more of how much distance that actually is to get all the way to the top. Yeah. Because yeah. I struggled to get all the way to the top every time, even though I ranged it and felt like I threw decent shots. Well, yeah. Some of them. Yeah. Uh, so I threw an almost good shot. It would have faded probably and been in circle one, but then it hit a tree and dropped down into the stupid crevice or whatever it is. Yeah. And that, that shot is, what we I think figured out after that is like playing to where the trouble is less. So if you power through that fairway and end up straight and you don't fade at all for your, for your backhand, you're still circles edge, even with the basket. If you don't get it there and you saw it off, like, like we did, you are facing a 40 foot straight uphill on a slippery like slope more than 40 feet like 80 feet yeah it's hard to get it up to the basket like you have no chance up there so it's like knowing right yeah depending on how far you slide down the hill yeah will depend on how far it is but also there's tons of tiny trees and so there's not great angles to get to the basket from there there's very little chance you're making that thing yeah yeah so it's just uh so i put down at the bottom of that yeah through an, a semi-okay jump putt to 20, 20 feet probably. So a yeah. little little testy for a par and thankfully made that. Yeah. Uh, and then a hole that I struggled the, with, even though I feel like it, I, I should have done well in this hole. Yeah. Kind of annoying. <laughs> uh, hole seven, par four, 667 feet. You're throwing a big drive to a very specific landing zone. Yeah. And if you get on top of the hill for this landing zone, you have a, not easy, but you have a a more clear shot to get up to the basket. Yeah. If you, if you don't, you're scrambling to try to get up there. Yeah. Regardless. So I threw a forehand rask. On a slight ante, I'm looking at this. It was not very much ante. It was, it was just like, a, definitely Anheuser, and it just turned the whole way, and it was in the junk on the right. Yeah. So I had nothing there. I just had to throw a pitch out shot. It only went like 100 feet. Yeah. Not a great pitch out shot. But then this, I threw one of my better shots. Today. This, yeah, your third shot on this hole was definitely one of the best you did your escape i think through my pink escape from the bottom of the hill yeah and mind you i'm i'm still like 400 feet from the basket yeah you Uh, can't see the basket you're a little closer but like you can't see the basket 350 but it plays like 400 you can't even see the fairway that you're trying to hit through rare barely um Yeah. yeah a blind shot down a tunnel was not easy right so that was my third shot 
for birdie. I threw a, a nice backhand escape and it turned the whole way and flattened out and going, you know, I didn't have much of a run up cause I was going uphill. Yeah. So that was, it felt like one of my better throws and that kind of helped make the first two throws not hurt as bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, left myself like 80 feet or so and had a jump putt that literally looked like it went in, but was just ever so slightly past the basket and it just kind of curled. So I had a, a nice easy tap in for five. Yeah. That pin was always deceivingly farther back and higher up than mm-hmm. it visually was. Yeah. So. And my jump putt looked good. I thought yeah. it was in, like thought I had a chance, but I wasn't disappointed because I gave it a good effort. Yeah. So what? what's uh, your, that was a bogey and what's your score through five holes? So now, now I'm plus one. I bogeyed two, birdied five, bogeyed seven, and I'm plus one, cool. which is not feeling great, but also I'll take it because yeah. the, the holes that I did bogey are definitely some some of the harder holes for me. Yeah. And then comes hole eight, which I feel like it just sets eight. up so well was... for my – is it eight? Uh, seven, I bogeyed eight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Eight sets up so well for my power forehand play to yeah. throw something just straight through this gap and have it fade super far to the right. Uh, I think I threw my Rask again uh... and threw it flat. And it Did just you? turned. It's either my Rask or a cloud break. Yeah, it was, think it was it... my Rask. Oh. And I hit a tree and dropped like straight down left into some junk. Yeah. So I really just had a, not a pitch out, but I had to try to get as much distance on the second shot as I could. So that way I could see the basket for my third shot. Yeah. Because the basket is way uphill to the right. Yeah. Very difficult pin to get up to even for the pros. Yes. So you have to be way far left and get, way uphill and far to the right. And I threw a forehand cloud breaker and somehow ended up perfectly in the fairway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, Great recovery. I hit it. I hit a branch, but yeah, it was a better recovery for sure. Uh, and then I had just a big wide uh, backhand. I sawed it off and threw it too low. So I didn't even have a chance to get close to the basket. So then I'm thinking, crap, now I'm outside the circle for a par look. Yeah. So that's that's not great. And I, I had to straddle out. And granted, it was just barely outside the circle, but still had to straddle out to this basket that's up on a on a slope. Yeah. And there's been some pretty severe rollaways on the Pro Tour on this hole in the past. Yeah. yeah. So kind of a scary putt. Had to straddle out, but I canned it. Yeah, that was, that was a nice, pretty sick. And that's like, you had a nice putt, the nice recovery, but like two bad throws and two good ones, and you got a par. Normally, like if you have two bad right. throws on a hole, that's normally a bogey. So there's yeah. nothing to so that, like. That was hang a, your head. a good recovery for yeah. sure. Yep. No, I, I was I was pumped after that. I was like, okay, like I I I kind of escaped one there you know 
got yeah. got away with it for sure. Uh, hole nine downhill par three, super. Like it, we didn't play the the pro pin location. I was yeah. another sixty feet past the basket or yeah. so, maybe eighty. Yeah. Uh, but it's four hundred and seventy-two feet downhill. Probably played like four hundred or so. Yeah, yeah, a good four hundred shot. Yeah. So, uh, threw a backhand sword on a hyzer, and it just turned the whole way. Oh yeah, we have no idea what happened to it. Wait, yeah, and off the tee, you can't see where we it goes. could not see it. You're like, what the heck? Correct. Yeah, so we had no idea. So we we were like, it could be shortened in the junk. It could be, uh, you know, way left and have you know have no shot in the basket. Yeah. Thankfully, we were pin high, just yep. 120 feet left, <laughs> and like it was pretty open over there. But it was in the worst, like five foot radius area to approach the green. If you were five feet farther, you had an easy, like either pitch out forehand or backhand. If you were five feet shorter towards the pin, it was another easy, but like the trees that you had to maneuver around on that upshot were not easy at all. Yeah. That was pretty garbage. Uh, did not throw a great upshot. I think I used my zone OS on that one. Yes. Uh, put it to just outside the circle, probably like 38 feet or so, and cashed the putt dead center. Yeah, like that was a good putt. Back-to-back holes, cashing outside the circle putts was like, hallelujah. Nice. I could easily be four over par right now, and instead I'm only one over. So yeah. I'll take it. Uh, so now we're to the back nine, hole 10, 650 feet is what it says, but it plays like all of 900 feet. It's, th- yeah. it's three shots to get up to the basket. And the second shot is just the ceiling is so low and it's so narrow, but you, it's yeah almost, I think impossible to get there unless you land at that, that narrow opening on your tee shot, which yeah. I don't have the power to do. No, there's a very small select crowd of disc golfers that can get up that high off the tee. Um, yeah. And they are the ones that get the threes. Yeah. So I threw a backhand DD three landed. Uh, There's a good amount of headwind against us. And I threw a nice hyzer and it slowly flipped up and I finished dead center of the fairway. Mm-hmm. Uh, left myself an angle to throw to be in the center of the fairway again. I was definitely not going for the green on my second shot. Yeah. But I had a clear opening to get myself in good position. Kind of turfed it, but was still in the center of the fairway. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I threw my bluey zone on kind of a boss angle and gave it a, not a chance to go in, but we were all like, oh, is that, does that have a chance? And left myself a nice little tap in for par. Yeah. I'm glad you threw that nice one as hard as you did. Cause that's the one that like visually you say, Oh, that's only 230, 240 feet away. But because it's so uphill and the way that the disc is flying, like nose up, it doesn't get the full distance. So like, yeah, if I was there, I would have just gone a faster disc to 
get some ground play to skip me up. Um, so I'm just glad that like I didn't want to say it in the middle of your throw and thought process, but I was like, don't come up short because you're not good. Like no matter how hard you throw that, you're not going to go that far past it. So it's like, right. Make sure you get it there. Yeah. And that was when I pulled it out, I was like, I feel really confident in this. I don't want to throw a faster driver right here. Yeah. 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 So I just, I just kind of mashed it and it went dead straight the whole time, which was, yeah. Yeah. Was, which is what you a good throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hole 11 downhill par three perfect lefty backhand it says it's 512 feet so it's very severely downhill i threw uh my biofusion escape and it hit the gap perfectly it flipped up but then it turned late which was kind of a bummer yeah for the angle that it started on we thought it was great but i put it in the tree and left myself like 40 feet for my for my birdie putt yeah which is solid so Having a birdie putt, super happy with. Yes. And kind of awkwardly stepped it. And I, I don't know why I threw a step putt. I felt like I was standing over my putt for a super long time. So I've kind of felt anxious to not be forever in that position. I don't know. I just c- couldn't get comfortable yeah. and gave it an absolutely horrible bid. So like yeah. 10 foot putt for par. Whatever. It's whenever you have that birdie putt, it's always a stress-free par, which is good at this yes. course. Getting a par, um, I mean, unless you're the pars the, are good. The top stress-free pars are better. Five, yes, stress-free pars are what we are aiming for. Yep. So then we're on to hole twelve, uh, three hundred forty-four feet, par three. Straight uphill. It is severely uphill. Yeah. Uh. And it's like, it doesn't even look uphill on camera at all, but like you're hiking up there. Yeah. Uh, I threw my rask into the tree, was on the right side of the fairway, had a pitch out shot, forehand kind of turnover, and I sawed it off, hit a tree and bounced super far away, but still had, well, I guess not super far away. I still had like, I don't know, 27, 30 feet for par. Yeah. Around that range. So threw a bad up shot, but I still had to look for par and I hit the band and had a tap in bogey. Yeah. So yeah. very disappointing to bogey that hole. It it should be an easy par. And I think like going into the round, you you trusted your rask a lot. And I think it was after these three throws with it, I was like we need to just like not throw that because it has not that's flown... when we, that's when we put the venom in the bag yeah it has not flown once how you predicted and or expected it to throw for you yeah which so. we did uh we did throw it in the other rounds but that was when we had more room for it to turn and yes. fade yeah when we, so we yeah. had yeah it it was just no longer that reliable overstable overstable driver that you can kind of miss your angle on and have it still fight back like it didn't have as much integrity as it does in colorado correct yeah uh moving on to hole 13 very downhill 500 foot par three 
it's this one's perfect dope. lefty backhand. You have to. Uh, I felt like I threw good angles on it, and my both times was like, "No, you need to be more left." And I'm like, "Dude, I thought it was. I thought it was great." I know. Like, I, no, it, more left. I'm like, okay. It's a weird one. Uh, yeah. So I threw uh, backhand DD three, and just put it too high was my first issue. I liked my angle if I weren't as high because I think I would have fought forward more instead of kind of stalling out with the wind pushing over. Uh, left myself absolutely nothing. Just in this junk. Yeah. Like I could barely see the basket and I had a tiny little angle that I could throw a jump putt through. And I did. And thankfully I had to tap in par. So yeah, that was a, after looking at that one, that hole in general, when pros play it, that is for sure one of the harder birdies on the course because of like, it's not a lucky shot, but it kind of is but to get is. like all the way through it. Like it is a very yes. small window. It's, it kind of reminds me of putt putt with a windmill, like going around. It's like yeah, one in every 10 will get through. And it's not about like skill getting through there. It's just like, did you hit eight things? Did right you miss a branch? Time? Yes. Like, did you miss a jazz. branch or did you catch a, a limb, you know, or did you catch a leaf that prevented you from yeah. skipping or whatever? For sure. So. But I will say though, that rough in there, especially on that right side, not not that I don't think is that hard to get through. There's a lot more openings. What? That, yes, than it looks. Well, where, where my first drive I, when 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 we did our practice round, it was fine. Yeah, like if you are and I think, ten feet to the left, you're fine. Of where you were, you went very yeah. deep in there. Like if you're just like yeah. just to the right side of the gap, it's not that hard to get a a par. Sure. Yeah, I was very far in the stuff and had literally a like I don't a know ba- what a basket two foot size. wide by yeah yeah pretty much a basket size hole to get through and luckily got through it cleanly didn't catch a, a branch or anything and yeah. made it through so yeah uh, so at this point I am two over par going into hole fourteen and this is a very hard stretch I think. This uh, 13, 14, 15, and sometimes 16, uh, depending on the wind. Yeah. But hole 14 is an 800-foot par 4, plays uh, straight out out your tee shot, just dead straight throw it as far as you can, and then it's just insanely uphill, and the basket is – it's not at the top of the hill. It's past the top of the hill. And way to the Took left, off to the left, and yep. has some like hanging limbs that kind of protect the green. Yep. So I threw a not so great tee shot. So I didn't put myself in position for a good. I got like no distance on it. Grabbed the same disc and threw the same shot, or not threw the same shot. Is that where you pulled it threw over? Threw it flat. Yeah, I threw it flat and I turned it over. So the first <laughs> throw I threw it on two inch hyzer and it just yeah. stalled out, overcompensated, same disc and threw it over, but whatever. Um, I had kind of decent footing to throw a forehand uh, 
so through my forehand rask or something I th- and left myself uh, a I thought it was FD3 the blue one I don't think no, it's rask one? yeah because okay, we wanted okay. something to uh, get over to the left oh yeah the stall yeah to stall out because I was on the left side of the fairway which is not where you want to be uh yeah you're right through my c-line fd3 and it went dead straight up the hill it was very good distance like i was pin high just definitely did not fade out and i think i hit a tree and dropped down or something like that yeah yeah so i left myself like 60 feet or so for par and didn't make it obviously so i had a nice little tap in bogey yeah so now i'm plus three which doesn't feel great you know, bogeying holes or hole two or sorry, hole 12. Yeah. So if I, if I would have bogeyed hole four, I mean, I bogeyed hole 14, I think all three rounds, <laughs> like I, that I hole is so. just it not kinda, a hole for me. It, yeah. It ate us up. And that's what I'm saying is like that hole. If you can throw 500 feet, it's the easiest thing in the world. Not that hard, but it doesn't require like super difficult skill. Other than throwing it far, which is a skill, um, but yeah, you gotta throw far yeah. to play it so, to play this course. You do. It definitely is advantageous. Like you could shoot even par, not throwing that far, like a player yeah. like me. Yeah. Which, when we when we played our round, the three of us, our practice round, I shot plus three as well in that round. Yeah, uh, and was kind of just taking it easy like wasn't throwing no crazy shots or anything but i just played smart and shot plus three so yeah. it was like easy practice round so i could have easily easily shot under par not easily it was within the realm of possibility <laughs> that i could have yeah. shot under par but again just some of those holes you just have to take you have to get pars on the difficult holes and you have to capitalize birdies where possible Whenever you can, for sure. Yeah. So hole 15, par 5, 960 feet. Some stupid teenager eagled it day one. He ended up winning the tournament. Kid's a beast. Yeah. He has the slimmest shoulders I've ever seen. He's really good. He's tied for 30th right now at at Amworlds. Oh, where's Amworlds at? Uh, Northwood. Black. Oh. Sick. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, it's a big downhill tee shot, but it's all just for placement. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter where you end up as long as you're, or like not, how far you end up as long as you're on the right side. Not in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I threw something blue. I don't remember what it was. And it kind of got like this weird air bounce and just died all the way to the left and I was on the left side of the fairway. Yeah. So not a great, not a great tee shot. Pinched myself off. So I had to throw a backhand inner core. Patent pending. That was uh, a great shot though. Like patent to, pending. Yeah. To, fought yeah. through the trees somehow. To advance it as far as you did. I have no idea how that went there. I never would have tried to be that aggressive there. So it was a really good shot. So uh shout out Jesse for my clear inner core. And then I threw a not so great shot in terms of distance, 
but put myself in position to uh, potentially get up and down from far. Yeah. for par from like it's like 220 or so. Yeah. 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 And you went inner core again, right? Through, through inner core again, pushed it a little to the right, but I threw it into the, into the bank the of the uphill yeah. mm-hmm. and left myself a straddle, like 25 footer for par. Straight and uphill. Thankfully made yeah. that uphill. Yeah. 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 Uh, then hole 16 through color glow FD through a very good line right where we wanted to. Mm-hmm. And it like went basket deep, uh, circle two to it's the, right, the right side. Yeah. So this like literally was our exact game plan. Yeah. And th- this hole is 400 feet. Yeah. But 400 a little feet bit downhill. Downhill. And the way that the trees line up is it doesn't give you much room to swing your disc from side to side or give Correct. you a big hyzer or anhyzer angle into the basket, you kind of just got to throw a disc that goes straight the entire time. Um, and so that's why we went with the a stable-ish disc to stay straight. And pin high, there was clearance off to the right side. So we thought, get the distance of the basket, and then if it stays straight, great. If it, Have a look. If it hyzers out, you still have a look from outside the circle, which is what you got on that, on that day. Yeah. And in our practice round, I, I think I threw the exact same shot, but I wasn't as far right. And that was our only birdie in our practice round. Yeah. Our doubles match. Yeah. Uh, so I, I had confidence stepping up to this putt and the disc just came out with nothing in it. Like the absolute, like just, uh, what's well, like a flat tire, you know, like when somebody yeah. steps on your heel just and <laughs> you know, they call it clawed flat tire. It yeah. felt like that with a putt, just like absolutely nothing behind it. Very sorry attempt for uh, a birdie <laughs> for birdie. Yeah. But again, a tap in par, I'm not complaining yeah. in terms of like going to the next hole. Like, okay, I'm stress-free going to the next hole. Yeah. for sure. Uh, and then 17 is, I think it's one of the more difficult holes in the course. Yeah. I played it pretty well all three days. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I didn't play it well this first day, but, uh, now that it's 840 feet yeah. par four and it's like straight to kind of an awkward landing zone no ma- or like footing zone, no matter where you land up in the yeah. center of the fairway. Yeah. And then the, a very difficult shot into the green, Green sloped and up on a hill and yeah, just... uphill, small landing area, a lot of trouble, short, left, deep. It's a very specific yeah. spot you gotta hit. And it's uphill. So hard to get all the way there on a second shot. Yep. And I threw an okay drive. Not a ton of power on it, but I ended up in the like the actual flat part of the fairway where yeah. there actually is a run up. So a lot shorter than I meant to, but okay uh and then my second shot just came out early like yeah i meant to throw it hard and flat and straight and i threw it with hyzer and soft and to the right yeah and ended up in this giant bush yeah uh took a minute to get in there and 
maybe cleared out some limbs while I was trying to get back to my disc. Maybe, maybe not. You're like, get yeah. this out of here. Do that. I'm like, oh, I, I can't find my disc. I'm looking for it as I'm yeah. pushing some stuff out of the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but left myself a tomahawk, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't remember what I threw. What did I throw on this? I think it was just a zone, but I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Anyways, it nasty crap that I was in. Yeah. Very difficult approach shot. And this is my third shot. So I'm like, crap, you got to put it close to the basket so you can get your par and, you know, walk away, even though yeah. you threw a crappy second shot. Um, Tomahawk went further than we expected it to, I think. You got, uh, you got uh, it to the I, opening. I got to the edge of the circle, mm-hmm. even though I was like on the slope downhill. Yeah. So I had a very difficult kind of, not death butt, because it's not super steep behind the basket, but it's a little yeah. bit steep. Yeah. You don't want to miss and, it. Yeah. And just said, oh, screw it. I'm just going to go for it. And threw a nice straddle out 33 footer dead center chains. Yeah. And I big putted a guy yeah. on our card who yeah. then he had a birdie. He, he had a birdie. Doubled putt. Up. He had a birdie. He had a birdie putt, putt, and, putt and he bogeyed. bogeyed. Yeah. Yeah. And his birdie putt was closer than mine. Yeah. He was putting back down, just, like to the downhill, missed, and then missed the the comebacker. The comeback. So, yeah. So I kind of felt bad that I played the hole poorly and he played it perfectly and I parred and he bogeyed. But yeah, that's golf. Yep. So, for sure. Uh, was very happy to walk away with a four on that hole. Yeah. And then comes 18. Uh, Super steep uphill. It says it's only three fifteen. Plays all of four twenty, probably. It's a, it's a four hundred and twenty foot straight hyzer shot. Like you have to. Have, yeah. I but would even not even straight hyzer because it has to go so far to the right. Yeah, What's, that's why straight hyzer. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. But like you can't. You have to like kind of keep it a Flat. little bit sawed oh. off on yeah. purpose in order to get it get over there i don't know not not the easiest tee shot even though it looks like it should be on camera just backhand especially for lefties left, but lefty yeah. backhand hyzer so i threw a not the best tee shot but not the worst i think i left yeah. myself like 45 feet or so this is when you put it through uh, the tree no, it was, yeah yeah that's yeah. right this is like 60 feet uh and did kind of a jump putt so i didn't do a step i like jumped it Made yep. it through the tiny gap and almost made it, which yeah. was kind of sick. And then just had like a 15-footer for par to finish the round. Yeah, it was good. So I promise we'll, we'll get through rounds two and three a little bit quicker. Um, but that kind of just explaining the holes and what we're looking at, you know, yeah, just testing all parts of your game, forehand, backhand, putting through stuff, scramble, uh, you know, tailwind hyzer uphill downhill distance yeah down yeah so like it really tests all parts of your game yeah i thought it was except a very, for maybe a roller yeah i thought it was a very valid um course that doesn't favor a righty or a lefty more than the other yeah i think so, so. there were there are definite holes where you could go lefty backhand or you could go righty backhand on it yeah and you can go, you know, you can kind of do what you want with a lot of the holes because it's all about, you know, placement 
for a bunch of the the par fours. Yeah. Um, but I shot plus three, and I felt pretty good about that. That was for not throwing a ton of great shots or ton of great tee shots because I yeah. do a lot of scrambling, a lot of recovery. Uh, plus three, I was I was somewhat happy with, and that put me in fifty fifth place. Yes. Right, going into day two, something like that, probably. Yeah. Um. So felt pretty good about that. You know, yeah. Obviously, could have done better, and was very excited about the prospect of playing the second round and fixing some of those mistakes. Yeah. For for instance, the drives that I kind of sawed off, or the, um, just like the dumb. Not it's just fixing mis- your errors, not like, like mental mistakes, but just like not throwing, not executing a stronger shot, and kind of just being a little more tentative with it, right? Yeah, yeah, being more committed to your shot, your line, your distance, your disc, um, and like really going for it. Yeah, uh, the one thing that I am noticing as we're talking about this now. And I think it's part of the reason why I played worse in the second round was my putting in that first round was on okay. fire. I made yep. four circle two putts and something like that. You say a bunch like, of a bunch of like 20, 25 to 33 foot putts. Like Yeah, there was there was not one hole where if you just went back and look, how many holes did you two putt? And it was probably hole two. It was probably five, like in total. Like there is not many holes that you two putted. Partly because, Correct. and most of those two putts were for par. Yes, exactly. Because two, two of my bogeys, owe... I two putted. Yep. And two of my bogeys, I tap in bogeys. So my putting saved me more than it hurt me. Yes. Yes. For sure. And I had two I had two circle two looks for Birdie on a couple holes where I felt like I should have got the or I no, I should have. I could have got those, but you know, yeah. I was, you're was not gonna, fine you're with not gonna the miss because them. I was I was yeah. making Yeah, exactly. I was making other putts and that really kind of saved me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so going into round two, we're playing Somewhat early in the morning. 12. No, um, uh, eleven or twelve, because your dad got in at twelve. This one was eleven thirty. Yeah, or your dad got in at eleven. Yeah, yeah. This was eleven. <laughs> yeah, uh, kind of a mess. Um, threw a better shot on hole one and had a jump putt for my up and down par. Yeah, hole two I capitalized and parred it. Yeah, I don't great. Another I another um, great drive, and then we we. On the second we shot, we, mis- well, we went we went uh, C line FD three. Yeah, we just said on the second shot, lefty. we're not getting all the way up to the hill, so don't try to get as much distance as put yourself in a better spot to attack the green, like better footing, better situations. Like we just said, advance it and then get your easy par from an easier position. Yep, uh, and then I. I think I had like kind of a reach out forehand and put it to like 20 feet or so and made that for a par. Yeah. So 
so again, trying to just fix the mistakes from round one. I've already done one one mistake. Yep. I hole hole one. I did better than the day before hole two. I parred hole three. I had a really good drive. Uh, it went very far down the hill, just finished in the junk a little bit and had to reach out forehand. That was where I threw the standstill rask. Yes. Put myself to 150 feet and kind of threw just a touch up shot for a tap and par. So again, I'm kind of playing how I want to hole four. Uh, we changed up the game plan and went flex forehand with the venom. Yes. So a more overstable distance yeah, driver to try to get to the right side, the of, the right side of the fairway. Yep. 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 And had a clean angle into the basket. And yeah. I, th- I threw it high, like hit, I threw hit. the FD one and just threw it way high and yeah. hit the first branch. And I'm like, yeah, oh, it's frustrating. Yeah. Just it's hard. Cause annoying. the T is, way higher than like the fairway so it's like you're wanting you can't rely on a skip up a hill with all those rocks and roots in the way so like you have to throw it high to let it skip up um so like it's a very common and easy miss to make yeah it's hard hard to bank on that yeah it's just unfortunate for sure uh got up and down to tap and par whatever not like didn't execute better yeah. than the day before but it was like okay with it uh hole five i birdied it day one yeah and so i was feeling confident going into it day two grabbed the same disc and i just babied it like i just did not throw yeah I, I don't know if it came out early or if i i just didn't throw it well didn't throw it hard and kicked a tree and went way the crap to the right yep and probably like i don't know and- Another, 300 feet still from there it was i think it was maybe, 200. maybe 250 yeah yeah mid 200s yeah so. uh through a pretty great actual scramble shot i think from nothing absolutely and nothing down there i can't even remember what i did did i go back in turnover i think so like I, yeah from where you, some, you were i was like some oh, stupid he, line he, he should just pitch it out and then like uh, upshot tap out for your bogey and you did i think it was like almost patent pending turnover backhand with with a with the jawbreaker zone yeah yep something i kind of threw i just threw it hard i was no i'm i'm a full 300 feet from the basket yeah like i'm a long ways from the basket so i threw just something that could get me into the fairway and put myself in like circle two or something like that yeah. Or maybe just outside of circle two and kind of just threw a pitch up putt and took my tap and bogey. Yeah. So you advanced, you advanced disappointed fairway, to not, which is all you needed. Yep. So I bogeyed it, put myself at one over for the round. Uh, bummer because I had confidence going into the hole because I birdied it the day before. Yeah. But with a bad tee shot, kind of just took my medicine and went to the next hole. Yep. Oh, crap. A mosquito. Sorry. Good. Uh, hole five didn't throw a great tee shot, whereas the day before I did. Um, kind of just scrambled all the way up there to the basket and made a. I think I made like a thirty footer for par on hole six, the the twisty windy par four. Yeah. Yeah, I had to throw a patent pending. Uh, I tried to go FD. 
and it just stalled out, put myself in the junk, went again, like a no angle. And I sawed it off or I, I didn't, I pulled it to the left of the jawbreaker zone and left myself like a very long putt for par. Yeah. I don't, can't remember if I stepped it, but it, it was outside the circle for sure. And made it for par. So yeah. Again, just kind of scrambling my way through that hole. Yeah. Like not the best, but you had three bad shots and then your putt saved you. Essentially. Yes, essentially. Which is what I was yeah. which yeah. It's what I was doing the first day. Uh yeah. the next hole I bogeyed day one. Uh yeah. Long par sawed off my drive. Yep. Didn't throw a great drive, but better than the day before. Threw an not a great second shot, but put myself in position to throw a an actual third shot into the basket. Yes. Which I threw, a, I think that was the dune that I threw on that turnover line. Yeah, I think so. And put myself just outside the circle. No, just inside the circle, but for a, a very long uphill putt and made that for par. Yeah. So... Bummer to have bogeyed the hole that I birdied the day before, but I parred the first two bogeys from yeah. Yeah. the previous round. So you're sitting one over through so, seven or six? One over through seven. Yeah. Uh, and then hole eight is the uh, lefty or... You want a righty drive? Yeah, it should drive. be just a steep lefty, lefty forehand, righty drive, yeah. and then pushing left-hand, backhand hyzer into yep. the green uh you were gone at this point you yep. went to go pick up my parents or yep. guide my parents to where we were yep uh so i was carrying my bag and connor was filming and i threw a a better drive through the venom and i got through the gap and to the was on the left side yep not like crazy far forward but I put myself where i wanted to be and i couldn't do that any of the other rounds so i was happy <laughs> with it yeah. Uh, then I threw a very wide backhand biofusion escape and it was honestly a great shot. Yeah. And put myself in the dead, dead center of the fairway and give myself a look for three, which I was just great. Yeah. Like this whole five, a look easy, for three. Easy, par- awesome. easy pars all day. are good. Yes, for sure. Yep. So then I gave it a nice little stepper and dead center chains just like, I knew it was in from the second it left my hand. And I was like, yeah. oh, let's go. Like, bonus birdie right here. Yeah. Never sure. would have thought I would have birdied. Yeah. Birdied hole eight. Um, so that was pretty sick. Yeah. That was an awesome uh, one. Hole, hole nine is where you guys met me at. Yeah. The bottom and of it. Yeah. Mind you, mind you, I, I've been putting pretty well at this point. Like, I made like three back to back to back long putts. Yes. Whether it's, you know, edge of circle or beyond and uh the next hole was where i threw my sword and just turned it completely over the first round and so we we yep we modified game plan and went color go dd3 so kind of adjusted that way threw Mm -hmm. it straight with a slight bit of annie and it just flew the whole fairway and i ended up in the circle like yeah the most unbelievable shot like yeah so good out of the hand i was like was, this is, is perfect this is a dream like watching the disc fly was just like that's amazing 
left myself a 25 footer. So slightly shorter than my previous putts that I had already made. Yeah. So I was feeling confident going into it. Uh, you and my parents approached at that point and I just threw a nose up, just air ball over the top of the basket is absolutely horrendous putt. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on right now? Like I had a, I have a look for birdie from 25 feet. I yeah, ugh, just one of the worst putts coming out of my hand, left myself a 20 footer coming back. So yeah, not which is never, never fun to I, have. I, I went back to back putts. Like it was yeah. my putt and then my putt again. Like yeah. my other card mates didn't, didn't putt between my two yeah. putts back to yeah. back. Exactly. Uh, but, but I made that. So I kind of got back on that, um, that line. Yeah. Good. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. I was just like, it was a good comeback, putt, for sure. Yeah. Uh, hole 10. I threw a forehand off the tee this round, kind of changed my game plan a little bit. Yeah. I think we just wanted uh, to maybe be more didn't, left did, or something. Yeah. And we, and we didn't have any wind. So therefore we felt like I could throw the venom on it. Uh, it was a pretty good drive actually. Hole 10, I threw good drives on all three rounds, which was really yes, nice. You did. Yeah. Um, Cause that, that is just a difficult hole. Yeah. I was trying to put myself like in the shadow underneath the edge of that tree. Yeah. Uh, through the venom again and this time turned it too much put myself in a crazy position where i had to do like this super wide reach out patent pending and through the inner core and you were like are you sure that's enough disc kind of like you were the day before and i was like i this is the disc i want to throw yeah. and i was like the, those are these are the two times that we like disagreed with each other and i was right all the other times you were right so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I wasn't I, like I, trying to question it. I just wanted to make sure you were like right. confident in your choice. And I think like other people do that. Like when I hear the foundation guys talk about it, like Hunter's breaking 68 and he's like, oh, I'm going to pull, I'm going to use the hex off this tee. And then Trevor's like, are you sure? Maybe you should go meteor or your FD. And then, it like reiterates the positive thoughts on you choosing that disc to be successful on that shot. Right. You know, it just like, Which I, I don't help you build that confidence. Yeah. And I think that almost helped me be more confident with my shot because I was like, okay, I'm going to throw this like full power and make sure I, I get it there yeah. and not softing, you know, going soft with the faster disc kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. So, so those were good. Uh, had a 15 footer for par. So pretty yeah. stress-free par on a very difficult hole. Very happy with that. Yeah. All uh, right. Next is the downhill par three. I threw the pink escape instead of the biofusion escape. We and... went a little bit more stable. No, uh, less stable. I thought we went more stable. We wanted, we would, I went less stable cause there was a tailwind. Oh, okay. And so it would naturally make the disc a little more stable, and I kind of put it on the hyzer, and then it just like stalled out completely and put myself. Uh, I I don't remember how far. Like, is that where you're up on the hill and you, or so? You hit, you hit the basket, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sixty feet and through a beautiful step putt, 
and it just barely hit the top of the cage. And I was like, oh, I wanted that one so bad. Yeah, that one was sick. That was that was pretty awesome. Um, that is hole 11. And then started my bogey streak. Yeah. Which was frustrating. I went, I went bogey 12, bogey 13, bogey 14, double 15. Yeah. Do you want to talk about 15? Just, um, 12, I missed a tap in, not a tap in. It was a downhill tailwind 15 footer, 18 footer. Yeah. Just enough that like the wind, think about it, the wind on that distance actually affects the putt. Whereas, like, if you're closer, it doesn't have time to affect it. Or if you're longer, you give it more power and more, like, oomph to, like, negate the effects of the wind, I feel like. Yeah. Yep. And I just, I, I don't know, just missed it. And I was very frustrated with myself. Yeah. Knowing. Yeah. Uh, 13, I birdied because I yanked my drive left and had to scramble in from one ridiculous spot to the next. You bogey, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to swing it out wider, and you hit the left side trees. Um, so yeah, we were playing catch up the whole time. Yeah, uh, the putt that I missed was actually like 20 feet, so it was further than I thought, yeah, but still not a great putt. Um, had actually the the bogey, I had two good scramble shots, just I was in very bad positions to have to scramble out of those, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then the long four sucked it up again through a bad, not very far drive. I don't think he had a good drive uh, on that hole once. No, I don't know why. <laughs> just, like it's just a just, it's it's dead o- straight and wide open. Literally the wide open throw, hole. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and threw a really good third shot with my pink escape, and backhand turned it all the way in line with the basket, but I either hit something or just didn't get it there and left myself a 35 footer or so. so Is that where you're on top of that mound? That was kind of in front of the basket. Yes. Yeah. It's just like kind of awkward and, footing, different height. So, and I, it was kind of like the putt that I missed on 16 the day before where I, it just like came out with nothing, no yeah. snap, no spin yep. and just died. So had a tap in bogey. Again, that's my least favorite hole. So, bogey. Yeah. I'm not mad at myself on that, but I'm mad at myself the two holes before kind of thing. Yeah. And also, I think at this point I was getting pretty tired. Yeah. It was like compo- this was compounding on you. Yeah, we played. This day was this warm course. too. This day was warm. Right. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah it was pretty warm. But we played the toboggan, or we played a a, a course from the day we got in. And then we played the toboggan, and then we played a practice round. Northridge, then the toboggan. Yep, and then and oh yeah, no, yeah, Northridge, then the toboggan, and then this round. Yeah, uh, and I threw what I thought was a beautiful shot coming down the hill, and I went super deep into not super deep, but I went pretty dang deep into the yeah. stuff. Through through the fairway with an escape, so I like I disked down, yeah, and thought I threw a great shot, and but it, it wasn't was, enough. It was yeah. not. Yep, so I had to throw a forehand, kind of turn over, 
just didn't really go anywhere, but I also wasn't in the worst position at this point. No, you're like, a good one. Yeah. Through one, two. So I had a position. I was in position where for my third shot, I could potentially advance, get and... myself far enough forward that I could get up and down like I did the day before. Yes, exactly. The problem with my third shot was that I had a really awkward footing. Yes. And I had to kind of reach out. And I just, I wasn't confident with my disc choice. I'd been standing over my disc for a while. And I just turfed it. Yeah. Just threw an absolute garbage shot and put myself in an even worse position with the tree right behind me and threw what I thought was a pretty dang good shot, but it just didn't go far enough. I was a standstill, and so I didn't get the full distance on my forehand. Yeah. And I ended up dying short left, so I didn't even have a look for the putt, which I think would have been my par save at that point. Yes. Yeah, my par save. So I have this scuba shot, which almost goes in, like went past the basket, which a putt's never going to go in if it doesn't go past the basket or doesn't yeah. get to the basket, right? And it went past the basket, like chain height, and somehow got up on its edge and rolled down to the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had an uphill probably – 30, 30 footer or so. Yeah. Edge of circle. Super uphill. In, in or out. Hit it. Yeah. Hit the cage. Was very frustrated. Honestly, was just feeling very low energy at that point, too. Yeah. Yep. Like, so it was kind of just frustration, stupid building on myself. And then hit the cage and also rolled down the hill again a little bit, but left myself like an 18 footer for yeah. tar. Double body. Tad comment. Like, yeah. Or sorry, double bogey. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, this this is garbage. I'm so ticked. (laughs) So we're on to the final stretch, 16, 17, 18. Uh, 16, I threw a pretty horrid. I tried to copy the same shot as the day before and just did not get any snap on it. And it just stalled out into the trees and left myself a very difficult spot through Jawbreakers on OS and almost made it like no not almost made it but i like i put it right underneath the basket like very close i made a backpack putt on that one yeah hole 17 was a pretty stiff headwind for us so i threw cloud breaker threw a a pretty good drive actually Mm -hmm. and was in pretty bad footing but told myself based on the day before I'm not going to go right into the junk. Yeah. So I threw uh, something more stable, but way wider left and threw it further than I meant to. So I kind of actually pinched myself Su- off. Sudgers. Yeah. Yeah. I threw, threw a good shot, but I kind of pinched myself off. So I threw a, a jawbreaker zone OS and gave myself a pretty stress-free 15, 18 footer. Yeah. No, yeah. it was 18 feet. It was, it yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. A little further, but made the putt. So, again, a part 16, 17, and part 18. Yeah, which is uh, awesome. Felt like I threw okay drives on, on all of them, but just it's hard. It's hard to get birdies. Results. Like, you have to throw it the disc so far to get birdies on any of those holes. Right. So, but you and you didn't give up the stroke. So, like, you're 
gaining on some people, but you're not like making up strokes that you gave up on your own round um, through that Correct. stretch of like four holes. And that was it. Like that's all it was. Yeah. And so I, so really it was just that stretch from 12 to 15 that I shot plus five. I went bogey, yeah. bogey, bogey, double. Yeah. And one of those was a dumb mistake. One of those was suck. And the other one was just like mental errors. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. very frustrated to shoot plus five when I felt like I, I threw some, I threw better tee shots on this, on the second round. Yeah. But I didn't putt as well and I didn't throw as good of uh approach fairway like, shots. In yeah, on the back stretch. Yeah. Which is kind of just where I and granted we had a lot more wind in this round too. Yes. I will say that. Yeah. So a little bit warmer, more wind, and also I was feeling a pretty tired. A, a long day, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh I think I put myself in like hundred and sixth place or something. Maybe. I mean, you dropped down a little bit. I don't think you were that low. I think I was. I think I dropped from like 55th to 106th or something like that. So put myself at an earlier tee time round three. Yep. So the first card that went off the third day was finishing when I started. Yes. I think. Or like almost finishing. Yeah, they're getting to it. Yeah, so uh, went into it kind of just not having – we actually played a second round uh, day two. I forgot. Yes. We went back out after that <laughs> second round, and Connor and I wanted to play it because we weren't playing and throwing all these shots. And in my and head – Connor I'm hadn't like, played the course yet, whereas yes. you had played it. Yeah, so in my head, I'm like, Lincoln, you can you should walk with us and like – where you messed up, throw a shot or two. No, 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 no. This guy threw every single <laughs> hole again. Like an idiot. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm like, not going to get out to that course very often. And also, I, I just I wanted to play with you guys. And I wanted to be there for Connor's first time playing through it. Yeah. And you would have. You would have. And I, I, I definitely did throw some better shots where I tried to you know, fix mistakes. And it was honestly, that, that round was super fun. We were playing oh, pretty yeah. quick towards the end there. Yeah. Um, it was like, we didn't lose discs I, that often. So it was, it was great. Yeah. I birdied hole five again, that downhill yep. par three that I birdied day one, birdied that again. So that was pretty sick. All yeah. three of us threw great drives on that hole. That was really fun. Yeah. To see that. Yep. And then I birdied hole 15, the par five. Yeah. So I corrected my mistakes and I had two birdies in that round, which yep. I shot plus three. So again, for kind of just a not so serious round, did just as well as I did the, day, the first day. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, coming into this last day, I'm just going to try to throw some better shots and have some fun with it, you know, do, do yeah. the best I can and not yeah. really worry about where I finish because at this point, I'm not finishing well, anyways. Like yeah. even if I shot under par, that would maybe put me into like eightieth, fiftieth, sixtieth, like yeah, sixtieth place or something like that. So yeah. 
I wasn't worried about my placement. I was just wanting to enjoy the last round and also just like take like kind of soak it in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Play good golf, throw good shots and have fun and like go out with like a positive like feeling at the end of the round instead of being down yeah. on yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And spoiler, I played worse this round than I did the first two rounds. Like <laughs> granted we had way worse conditions. It was uh raining on us for the back nine. Yeah. And was a little bit colder, but we were also playing earlier in the morning too, so mm-hmm. trying to I don't know, get warmed up and granted I just played the course twice the day before, so it was kind of feeling a little tired. Yeah, this was your also, we also, sixth sixth round in four days, I believe. Something like that. Yeah, one, two. This was your three, seventh four, round. Five, seventh round six, in seventh days. round in in five days. Five days. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So I was feeling a little bit tired, but also just I was having fun. Like Yeah. I don't know. I I enjoyed the course. Uh, hole one, I made the same mistake I did hole two or uh, day one. Hole two, played it like crap, bogeyed it. Hole three, I felt like I threw a really good tee shot and it clipped. But I hit a, a, a hanging, like just clipped the edge of a, a limb and dropped straight down. Yeah. Which was a bummer. Threw a great patent pending shot there to put myself in the dead center fairway yes. for a chance to get up and down from. 250 yeah so a little ways but yeah yeah so not an easy up and down but a very manageable up and down yeah sawed off my shot missed the putt bogeyed so went bogey two bogey three and yeah, it was not like off, not off to the best start yeah not off to the best start four i had a chance for uh for birdie or yeah you had you had a, great, had a good tee shot yeah you had a great drive again good tee shot again and a bad second shot. So yep. I pitched up and down for my for my par, whatever. Hole five, I threw a pretty good tee shot, um, like I did the day before with you yep. guys. You got all the way down. Um, but I was I was outside the circle, like forty yes. yeah. Forty two feet or so. And just missed it. So I was fine with that. Uh part six, part seven, bogeyed eight, which was I missed a tap in on eight. I don't know yeah. if you remember that. Is that like, the a, like? Yep, that's the one that goes way uh, to the left, and then you birdied the birdie. Right. Yeah, you birdied. Yeah, birdied the day before. Yeah, I don't really remember that. So I, I, uh, it was like eighteen feet or something, and I just pulled it straight left, just like released it late, oh. and pulled it straight left and yelled. That was the one time that I oh, yes. yelled. Yep. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> so a little bit angry. Um, but mostly just angry because I was like, that that was just stupid on me. Like yeah. I would have been angry with myself in any round missing that putt. Yeah, for sure. Uh hole nine had I'm a only great I'm drive. kind of going fast. Yeah. But hole nine I I had a it was not no so mo- great drive. Oh, this is when you saw it off to the right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I tried to copy what I did day two, putting it in the circle. Yeah. And I put myself in just the junk. I didn't have hardly anything. 
Yeah. And your recovery you and I great pretty though. much just, yeah, you and I pretty much just said, we're not trying to put this under the basket. We're just trying to put this in the circle. Yep. Because of where we were, there was no way we were getting to the basket. Yes. But if we could put it in the circle, I could make the putt. Yeah. And I think, I think I made like a, a 25 footer or something like that. Yeah. And that's one thing like I need to realize that when I'm playing is, and just for other people too, it's like, yes, you want to be under the basket, but sometimes that play is impossible and doing the easy shot to give yourself a 20 to 30 foot putt all the time is way better than trying that thumber tomahawk roller that puts you under the basket that has a 5% chance of like actually working out. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's something that I need to tell myself as well, which I was glad that we kind of talked through that. I was just like, pitch out, try to get in the circle. Like that's just all that matters. Yeah. Um, I was actually closer than I thought. I was like 18 feet. Yeah, it wasn't bad. So pretty good. And I threw like this weird, uh, it almost looked like a backhand, but I was throwing it with a, uh, like a, like a reverse tomahawk. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. And just the most weird little angle. Like a power, <laughs> power scuba so like, or something. <laughs> yes. That's a good way to describe it. Uh, so that was, that was fine. Um, uh, hole 10, the great super drive. uphill par yeah. four. Great drive. Uh, did I throw a good drive? GD3. And then is this yeah, one? Yeah, go DD3. You try to go Heiser on the left side with your FD1 and it just like hit early trees. Uh, no, I actually, uh, this drive I left to the right and kind of pinched myself off, didn't really have anything. And then I threw it to the left side of the fairway. Oh yeah. Behind the and trees. And so I literally I literally had very little angle. Yep. Behind the trees. I had very little angle to get up to the basket. Threw a a shot as best I could from there. Yeah. Like like best case scenario I was getting in, I was getting to the edge of the circle from where I was and I did that. And it was a great shot. Like yes. For being a crappy third shot or like second crappy and position for my third shot. Yeah. It was I, I threw a really good shot and then I threw an amazing putt straddle out from behind a tree, 33 feet. And it bounced off the cage. Yes. Yeah. A little bummed. Yeah. So bogey that bummer. Um, hole 11, the downhill par three, uh, had this crappy drive, had to scramble. Yep. And almost, or put it right underneath the basket from like 200 feet out. Yeah. I scramble. That was, that was a great scramble recovery from a, not a good drive. Terrible tee shot. Yeah. Not terrible. You can say it was terrible. Um, <laughs> hold 12, uh, uphill par three, part it. You corrected hold that 13. one, which like, didn't you get bogey hold. the first two days on that hole? No, just on day two, and that was with my da- missed downhill twenty okay. footer. Yeah, but like I mean, still like you, um, you made the corrections. You picked a different disc on your upshot. And, and the correct the correction that we did on hole twelve was we pushed it further to the left. Yes. And then we threw the jawbreaker zone OS instead yeah. of 
backhand. The instead, yeah, the beat up jawbreaker zone. Yep. Yeah. Because we and I think I was I was throwing the jawbreaker zone OS a lot more this round as yes. I kind of got more comfortable with it, and I was just throwing it and trusting that it was just going to knife down at the basket. Like yeah. Yeah, which it is did. doing good. And so it, it, did. It, it was good. Yeah, all my tap ins were because of that disc, I think. Um, so hole thirteen, the downhill par three. Mm-hmm. This one made the correction, which was great. Like very happy with that. And granted, at this point, I'm plus four in the round. Yeah, and a couple of the like all of those were just kind of like one dumb mistake yeah. that led to a bogey. Yeah, and it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to get to even, but I could try to finish clean at this point, and yes, and and have an okay, okay round, like not feel too bad about myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, whole, so hole 13, we made the correction, and I skipped to the right, and I was in the dead center of the path, circle two. Yes, with a a perfect straight look at the basket, which is pretty cool. Missed it, but had a look. Yeah, which is what better we're than the for. first two days. So. Exactly. Uh, hole 14, guess what happened? Bad drive. <laughs> Bad drive on the easiest is, driving hole ever. Th- yeah. This is when it was raining a lot, though. Like, it started coming down. It was coming down this more, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm then, just pulling and, it back up. And then you did a, 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 a stable shot, and you're on the right side of the fairway on the hill again. Yep, threw backhand FD instead of the escape this time, and uh, threw a pretty good shot actually. Like it turned and was in a pretty good position. I was like up close-ish to the. I was just outside the circle. I was like uh, forty feet probably. Yeah, um, and had a what felt like should what felt like I I felt confident going into it and. I stood up to it and I was like, okay, I have a chance to par this hole finally. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Conquer and your I demons. Hit the, and I hit the band. Just like <laughs> like an inch lower and it would have hit chains. It might not have made it still, but yeah. it would have hit chains if, yeah. if it were an inch lower. Yeah. Maybe a half inch lower, it still would have hit chains. And I hit the band and my reaction after I missed it, I was like, whoa. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I literally looked like, uh, I don't know, like a slouching dog. I don't know, but whatever, like I gave it a chance. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and then hole 15, I decided to, uh, be an idiot again. Yeah. This, which I, this was a good game plan for if the conditions were better. Yeah. The other days it would have been fine. This day it was like, cause I threw threw the second round with you guys the day before. And that's how I birdied the hole was throwing a putter off the tee. Yeah. And I just, the tee pad was a little more slick, but I kind of already committed to throwing that shot. So I did, yep. which whatever at, at that point I was like, I'm plus five. Yeah. Whatever. Like it's all good. Uh, was actually in pretty good position. It wasn't the like, worst. Just a longer yeah. position. Yeah. Yeah. But I was in better position than it was the first two days. Yes, Exactly. Because we told ourselves being shorter is better. Yes. If you're avoiding, short right avoiding totally the, fine. the trash is the best. Correct. Yeah. 
through backhand escape, kind of not great, but I got up there to the point where I could um, throw another one. You know, yeah, get up into position, and then I just. I really don't know what happened to me on that shot. It was a hard I, one because you were on the right side of the fairway and you wanted to trust the under stability of your escape to flip up. And it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It just it just stayed. And straight. also if you watch my if you watch my footing, I slipped. Yeah. But even then I released it so early. I almost hit the uh, spotter and he couldn't even find my disc. So we found like, it though. So we, had we didn't, we didn't way it. deep in the stuff. Yeah. Yep. And had to, had to take my medicine and pitch out. So yep. I, I just threw a pitch out, didn't gain any distance and then, uh, had, had the chance to get up and down for bogey. Right. Like, yeah, whatever. And then I juiced, juiced your zone OS, right? Or do you saw it off? Uh, I sawed it off and put myself in the junk on the right. So I was pin high, but I was downhill in the junk on the yeah. right. Sawed yeah. it off. Just yep. had a, had a look for bogey, but wasn't expected to make it. And then I hit the chains on the am side. So I hit the chains on the weak side. Yeah, and it from, pushed it out. Like from outside the circle, in the in the shrubs. Yeah, and hit chains. So I was like. That was a good putt. Yeah, and so I tapped in for double. It was great. Back to back doubles on that on that yeah. hole. Yeah. So, and then at this point, it was plus seven, and I was like, "Well, I'm pissed, but let me just try to throw something good." Uh, threw what felt like a good tee shot, and I hit a branch and kicked way to the right. Lame. Uh, threw another. Uh, jawbreaker zone OS at the basket, and this was the one that I thought I made. Yeah. If you go watch it on the on the coverage, it looks like I made it because yeah. I was pa- and I went past the basket too. It wasn't like I shorted it. I know. Yeah, I went past the basket, and it only it went like, like five, I made it five ten feet oh. past, which was nice. Yeah, uh, and this is while you are searching for your disc on that hole. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Someone but, already picked th- it up. Thankfully, though, somebody so. somebody already picked it up, so that was good. Yeah, and thank, how thank many discs Lord. did we find in that hole? Like three or four? A lot. But yeah, we found I, a few I definitely, on that hole. I definitely found every <laughs> disc that was in those three bushes because yes. we got a lot. Yeah, I was in was every. I covered every inch of that that bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then hole seventeen. This is like my last like big rip driver. Want to yeah. just you know throw a couple good shots to finish my round. We had a tailwind. Yep. So it Which was, was like, nice. I need to throw this thing on Andy. Andy? It's all right. What? I need, I need to throw it on Andy. And yep. uh, <laughs> threw my... I think I threw my sword. Because of yes. the tail. Yes. And I threw, I, it, so. I threw it flat, and it got a lot of turn, and then faded out, and was my furthest shot of the weekend. And where you like, landed... For the for the actual like tournament is normally out of bounds, but where it was like because it wasn't out of bounds for us, we should have been aiming over there every single time. Every time. Every yeah. time. I don't know why we kept going 
straight like they do on the on the tournament coverage because like tournament yeah that's yep. so dumb it was so flat over there on the left <laughs> you're so much closer like oh my god like it's like yeah, perfect footing be, i'm like because being what are you doing? and being there you have a straight shot into the pin yes instead of having to kind of hyzer it and then you know yeah. get a landing spot yeah, like the fairway you just power it into the bank and yeah, and have the, a look. The short grass takes you like farther away from the hole, and then it like drifts around, and then it goes uphill. Like you can just go straight yeah. to the shortcut on the left, and then you have a power forehand up to the basket. Yep. And since we had space, and I was trying to go a little bit higher, we threw the rask, or I th- I threw the rask, uh, yes. kind of just a one stepper or kind of a hop step into it and turned it over. So, but it faded, it faded out and you were past the basket. Oddly enough, oddly enough, I had a look. Yeah. Uh, If you go and turn, if you go watch the tournament coverage, you'll see that I have a little look, but I, it's a very impossible look. And I hit a little hanging branch or hanging limb and dropped down to like, I don't know, 15. No, yeah, 18, 20 feet or so. Yeah. But I parred it. So all three rounds I parred 16, 17, and 18. Which is great. Which I was happy about. Those yeah. those are all difficult. Like, that's a difficult stretch coming into the, the finish. Yes, for sure. And I shot plus four on hole 15 in two rounds. So that was bad. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, hole 18 threw a, a better drive than I did the first two days and was like 60 feet out and wanted to give it a run really tried but it just came out flat like no spin yeah and I hit the pin yeah. and had a uh, uh I dunked it actually if you remember Which on one? hole 18 hole, hole 18 my, my putt yeah uh, I two hand yeah. just like slam dunked it yeah I was like, okay, tournament's over. Shop plus seven that round. Yep. And then you got to go get the disc was... with your, your picture on it. Oh, yeah, that's right. And yeah. I don't look like I have a chin. And I'm like, geez, who is this ugly mofo? Like, <laughs> yeah. It was a good mug uh, shot. It was so, it, it really yeah. was. And then I gave that disc to my mom. So my mom has that disc now. Yep. And she can look at my ugly face all She'll she wants it. on yeah. that. Yeah. On that uh ESP Max Foil stamp buzz. Buzz. Yep. Right? Buzz? I think so. Uh but overall, like as I said before, it was a blast. And having yep. you and, and Connor there made it even better. Yeah. Uh it was so much it fun. Was, it was fun to have my parents out there too. Yeah. And shout out shout out to my parents for uh covering our verbo. Yep. Appreciate so, it. Thank you. That, that made our our trip a little bit more financially very feasible. Much. Very much. <laughs> yeah, and then I got this sick bag, this uh American flag, Paul Macbeth, and tenth anniversary bag. With yeah, a bunch of sick discs that I. If we if we get a hundred thousand followers, we will give it away, folks. <laughs> if I haven't sold it by then. If we uh, haven't sold it by a hundred thousand yeah. followers. Yep, I we will we'll do a random giveaway. I'll, I will fill it with my own discs, my lightly used ones, not new and not my abused ones, 
lightly yeah. used disc and we'll fill it yep. and I will personally hand deliver it to you because I'm not <laughs> shipping it because shipping costs like $800. It is ridiculous. It's it's so dumb right now. But uh, one of the things that we did come away with was a lot of cool discs from oh yeah from being there. Yeah, they, the Fly Mart I mean, type the of thing. The Jawbreaker Zone OSs were, were dope. Uh, these uh, commemorative Venoms that are like somewhat glow but somewhat uv like yeah i think they're more i think they're more uv ish and i think these ones were the glow ones the other ones were the uv okay 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 yeah Um, they're super cool but discraft kills it with their foils like just everything it was it was hard to not spend 800 dollars on discs there yeah yeah it would have been easy to spend it actually if somebody gave me 800 dollars cash i could have easily spent it yeah for sure but I got a couple test flight zone OSs, which are pretty sick. And I got some super cool Paige Pierce uh, Jawbreaker Crystal Passions. Like, yeah, these things are so cool looking. There's There were just so many discs that were like on like pretty cheap too. Like you get like your Fierce you got for 10, 10 bucks. bucks. It, unreal. Yeah. If just, a disc is $10. It, like it was cool being there. I have to like, if I don't have a disc. And it's for sale for ten dollars. I'm buying it. Like I don't even. I hardly bat my eye. I just pull it out and I'm I'm buying it. Ten dollars is like that sweet spot for a disc, even if it's used, even if it's like has no foil on it, like anything. I'm buying a disc for ten dollars. That's that's Let my money maker. It being a a brand new Crystal Flex. Honestly, it's not a Crystal super Flex, cool just, looking. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was just crystal, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I bought two but, Lunas, and I think I got one more. And then I got a Passion as well. Yeah, but like, it was clear. Uh, we met Bob Julio. Yep. Or Bob Julio. Julio. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Bob Julio. Yeah. Uh, so. We met Bob Julio. We saw Ben Askren and Brody Smith play through us on hole three. Yep. That was kind of fun to For sure. picture them. Yeah. Uh. I documented like the first couple like Instagram stories of like the first day and a half or so. And yeah. then I just wasn't on my phone and <laughs> just forgot yeah. to. We're living in the moment, that, but you know? Yeah. Yeah. Trying to be, be real. Right. Yeah. As the kids say, but everything's documented or not everything. Uh, all three tournament rounds are documented on our YouTube channel. So go watch those. Uh, and also you can watch my in the bag, which I, recorded last week or earlier this week yeah it was it was last week um, yeah recorded it and posted it on our youtube channel for everything that i bagged uh during usam so you can go check that out if you want yeah. um but otherwise thanks for listening to this probably drawn on too long my bad uh it was podcast. great it was great Doing this, our, is, what, our this is what we like recap. to talk about yeah um yeah no it and was this, fun. this will be kind of fun for us if we want to come back to this and like a couple of years and you know listen to us just being ridiculous about yeah a a crazy tournament but it was Wherever, again yeah. it was just a blast and i i don't like i don't think i'll ever have an experience quite like that again so yeah it was fun at least i, mean, I don't foresee if, it for a while so if it's not on your bucket list of courses to play i would highly suggest going to toboggan sure. going to michigan there are a ton of courses to play out there 
uh, pretty good weather. It was great conditions. So I can't yeah, recommend going to play that. It, course it was enough, almost perfect so. conditions. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, for as difficult as the course is, it was actually really fun to play that course. Yes. Other it's a fun chat. It's a fun challenge. Dog tired. Yeah. It yeah, is. Brit- yeah. Like, like you're, you're throwing all these different fun and cool shots, but it is also a beast. Like my last round was three hours and 45 minutes. Uh, the my second round was four hours and thirty six minutes. My first round was four hours and thirty three minutes. Yeah, our round together was three hours and three minutes. That second round we were yeah. playing a little bit quicker though. Yep. Uh, and then our first round. Well, was how long were we looking for minutes, Connor's like, disc on hole like eight or nine? Uh, on like four of the holes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing is like. <gasps> 90% oh, of the time you're spending looking for discs instead of just throw, <laughs> throwing them. Yeah. So. Whereas uh, shout out to the spotters that were there because yeah. thank you so much for making it easy for us. They just threw like a, a little flag, flag towards where our disc landed in, in the tall grass. Cause if you're off the fairway, it's, it's tall, nasty grass. Yeah. And it's not easy to find it. So yep. cool. That'll do it. Okay. Well, that, that's it. I don't, I don't have anything else to say. No, we'll talk Sorry about talking too Yeah, we'll we'll talk about other stuff next week or later this week. I don't know. <laughs> so Yeah, all right. we're, we're gonna next week we'll we'll recap the preserve and uh and do a couple of uh, dealers choices next week. Yeah, for sure. All right, everyone. That concludes our recap of the US AMs and we will talk to you all next week. Yeah, lefties out. Peace.